Carter pulls it back, throws, has Juju Smith-Schuster. What a start to the night. One play, bang, touchdown Steelers. And the Bears have it. It's a fumble and a takeaway. Eddie Jackson going the other way for the Chicago touchdown. Balls Don't Lie podcast. Let's go. Welcome back to another Balls Don't Lie episode. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N, Anton, along with my co-host, Regular Steven. What's poppin', my brother? Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome <good>. back. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's been a while. Been a little bit. But I feel like we've got some good things we're excited about coming up, and I'm just happy to be back doing this. It feels good. good. Is your, your vocal cords uh, reinvigorated? Uh, yep, went through a little throat thing. Uh, felt like I was swallowing razor blades for about four or five days. So I'm good, good now. Right. So I'm happy. Uh, got these little Alka Seltzer. Uh, they, you know, you put them in the water and they bubble up. And mm-hmm. but they're for colds, okay. and it, they're really good. If you ever, if you have a cold coming up. I'll try those. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that, yeah. Doctor Dr. Stevens. Yeah, they, I mean, because like the Nyquil and stuff usually doesn't work for me when I take that or the Dayquil or whatever. Uh-huh. But these things work pretty good, so yeah, pretty excited about that. Well, glad to have you back <laughs> off the ten day DL. Yeah, uh, he had a throatectomy. If that. <laughs> okay. Uh, like always, please follow us on Twitter. At Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please like, share, and subscribe. Please share more than anything. We need more ears, more listeners, more followers. Please. I promise you we won't leave you hanging for a week ever again. Ever, 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 forever, ever, ever, ever <laughs> again. <laughs> all right. Uh, with all that being said, let's get into today's show. We're going to talk about basketball, okay? Football season is over with, Yep. unless you want to count the AAF league. I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't be following that one. There's a little bit of good football in there. I, I did watch some highlights, so I'm not going to totally write them off, but I'm not checking for it. They get highlight status. That's all they get right now. But uh, a lot's been going on in the NBA. Yeah. Um, people getting traded. A lot of jockeying for position. Moving towards the all-star break, 25 to 30 games left, you know. So things are starting to settle down and really solidify as far as seedings for the playoffs, who's in and who's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about some of these trades and trades that didn't happen. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, me being a Laker fan. I've been highly frustrated for about, what, two, three weeks now, just hearing the AD word and all the potential trade options and what they should and shouldn't do, and it's been getting on my nerves. Okay. So, uh, yeah. It's been getting on your nerves in terms of, in terms of, in what sense? Like, are you been, have you, is it like a double frustration because they're not able to get the deal done? And then also... Um. Just or just frustration with you know hearing about it in general or what I mean a little bit of both. Uh, me personally, from the jump of the season, I never wanted to trade this season. To mm-hmm. be honest, I always 
I've seen the potential of the team currently. Yeah, they're ma- nobody's beating Golden State unless right. something fluky happens. Somebody gets hurt or something like that happens. Nobody's beating them. Even the teams that are fully stacked now, nobody's beating Golden State. Nope. But in the West, the Lakers at full strength, minus all the injuries and stuff they had this season, they were contending for anywhere from two to eight. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So it was no reason to try to blow up a team to get a superstar when you didn't have to do it this year. Right. It's just no point. And then to see all the trade offers that they're offering, like literally everybody on the roster was potentially getting traded. Right. Six players, four draft picks for one player. And he's not going to take you to the championship this year. You might not make the playoffs because you can't find the complimentary players to fill in those roles. Right. Like, we have LeBron. Why waste the season when you have a LeBron? So, all this talk has been killing me. I, I don't like none of it. Our team is not trashed by any means. Of course, they're not going to work very well when LeBron is out. It's not the same team as last year. We don't have, you know, Randall. We don't have uh, Brooke Lopez. Those players pay the played a key role in last year's team. Right. We were pretty decent, you know, 35 wins, but it was a lot, a lot, a lot of injuries last year that we went through. Brandon Ingram missed 25 games. Ball missed 30 games last year. And we still pulled out 35 wins as a young-ass team in the West. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of promise there, but people say, look, they're just not good enough. Look, when LeBron goes out, of course, he's the centerpiece of the team. So that's why they weren't good, period. And Lonzo got hurt. It's like, come on, man. What is really going on? I think Magic, he's not a great team handler. He's just not. He's yeah, he's a great player, but he's not a great team handler. He's tried to be a coach. He was trash at that. Mm-hmm. It's just that's not his thing. He's starting to remind me a little bit when Isaiah Thomas was doing this. Yeah. And how <laughs> yeah. he really sucked at that job. Yeah, when he was, was that the Knicks, Knicks coach? Right? Yeah. But, you know, he coached with uh, – Pacers and Knicks, and but then he was a G, uh, I don't know if he's GM or president of basketball operations, whatever yeah. he did, but it didn't work well. It wasn't well. And you know the thing with the thing with Magic, I think what it signaled to me though, if anything, is one how the Lakers view the roster. If you take LeBron out of it, yeah. how they view all of those pieces. Because if if I look and I say, well, Brandon Ingram was a top five pick, Lonzo Ball was the second pick. And, and they're willing to give those guys plus a lot more plus other picks, and they're willing to give that for Anthony Davis, who is what a number one pick should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That tells me they don't see those top five picks. It's almost with them being willing to trade their whole team, they're admitting that they didn't hit those picks. Because otherwise you wouldn't be willing to trade them. And if you if they were guys that the league viewed as being able to potentially be that level of a player, it wouldn't take all of them to get Anthony Davis. So I just don't – it tells me how the Pelicans see your roster or see those guys long-term. As a group, as a unit, you can look and say, well, yeah, there's a lot there that you can work with. It's exciting when you, know, when you see them with LeBron. They look so much better. But you take LeBron out of it, obviously LeBron's not going to be in New Orleans. So if you take LeBron out of it, they see what that roster is doing. They obviously just don't see – I mean, really what it boils down to me is Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram. Kuzma's probably the best guy in the bunch. But he wasn't a top five pick. 
it just tells me that they didn't hit or or not even so much that maybe it's not the Lakers missing on those picks as much as to me, at least with Brandon Ingram. I think with Lonzo, you still need to wait a little bit, but Ingram's got an extra year in there. You see what these guys can be in that amount of time. You could see right away with your Anthony Davis, your Carl Towns, um, some of these other number one picks. You see it right away what they have the potential to be. I don't see Brandon Ingram. He just doesn't look like that to me at all. He just – I just – that was a miss. He just hasn't turned out to be what I think they thought he would be. Well, <clears throat> yes, yes, and no. Uh, I apologize. The theater, sir. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Phones going crazy right now, but uh, being that I watch these players a lot, Lonzo Ball. Only thing he's missing is a shot. Only thing he's missing. And he's not as horrible as everybody thinks. He's like a 33, 34% shooter from three. Right. So that's not terrible. We classify a great shooter as 40%. It's not that far off. Right. So it's not that bad. Brandon Ingram, only thing he's missing is weight. He gets muscled. That's all it is to it. He can get to any spot on the floor he wants. He just can't muscle anybody. He takes all the all the contact, and he's not – you know, people drop that shoulder, and they kind of slide by somebody mm-hmm. or kind of knock a defender back. Yeah, he he gets, can't do it. Right. He can't do it yet. And but it is he going to be able to gain that weight? <laughs> yeah, he Some can. Some guys can't. They've been putting it on him every year. You, if you look from year one to year – you know, what is this, year three? Yeah. He's put on, I think, 20 to 25 pounds of muscle. Okay. And they – their plan is to gradually grow that muscle. It's not like an off-season plan that's just right. going to throw on 40 because that's just going to mess up, you know. Right. It's natural growth. So, with the Lakers just giving them away, it's like they're not being patient. That's all it is to it. Yeah. If you're not going to be patient, I mean, we got four years with LeBron. See, that's why they can't be patient <clears throat> that's what, because the, the window is what yeah. it is. It's, it's the next maybe three seasons after this one. Yeah. Where he's going to be able to be LeBron. And look, you start to see with the groin, we, we don't, we're not used to LeBron being hurt. What if this is the start of LeBron's body starting to break down? It we don't know. Be. It could be. I'm, could I'm be. guessing it's not, but. I don't think so, but it could be. You just don't know. He's starting to get to that age. There's a lot of mileage on that body. I think they see the window where it's, we ha- we don't have time to wait for, for Brandon Ingram to put on all these pounds. We don't have time to wait for Lonzo Ball to be, I don't know. I don't know. They just, it's, Yeah, I mean, I don't see it the same way. I mean, I don't like, you know, I don't watch the games, the Lakers specifically the same way like you do. Um, But I just, I just think, I don't think Lonzo is as good as uh, what a lot of people think he could be. I don't think I think he could be a solid player, but again, it's if you have a chance to get Anthony Davis, to me, everybody's everybody's on the books. The thing that's annoyed me the most about it is everybody crybabying about these players and their feelings because they were on the trade block. <laughs> that's as yeah. annoying to me as anything. <laughs> that is too. These guys are getting millions of dollars, okay, mm-hmm. and they should all be able to look themselves in the mirror and ask themselves, "Am I as good as Anthony Davis?" And their answer should always be no, because they should all have that realization. None of them should think that they're Anthony Davis by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. So 
to be on the trade block for one of the best players in the world, like, are you going to have hurt feelings about that? Yeah, I don't, I don't I mean, know I what it is, you know. My feelings would be kind of hurt, too, just on the strength of, look, y'all set me up here to play with LeBron. Y'all about to take that from me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to play with LeBron. Yeah, I don't want to go to New Orleans. Like, it's not like we over here sucking. We, we was balling when LeBron was here. We were doing our thing. We were fourth seed. We were ascending in the West. Yeah. And then things got derailed, obviously, because of injuries. That's, that's the only thing I could think of, you know. It's just they're <clears> – <throat> For the package they offered to uh, <laughs> New Orleans, they're not going to get a better deal. I promise you that. Boston can't give them one. Only They only have really one player. Really, that's it. To, I, I like Terry Rozier. I saw him play uh, against us the other day, mm-hmm. and he was wet. <laughs> I don't know if that was just an outlier game, but he was real wet. Very wet. So he gave yeah. us a little issue. But everybody else. But see, I'm looking. I'm looking. If I'm the if I'm the Pelicans, I'm waiting to see who gets this number one pick, and I'm waiting to see if that number one pick is in play, and then what other players they could bring back. Because we have to remember, the Cavaliers sent the number one pick, which turned out to be Andrew Wiggins. Everybody, you, they were basically trading Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. I mean, it was you know, yeah. um, and then they gave other players for Kevin Love. You're talking about Anthony Davis now, oh, yeah. so. That number one pick's going to be in play, plus other players. To me, that could be more valuable than what the Lakers are offering because those picks aren't the same picks that some of these other teams would be able to send them. Uh, as far as like where they would be, uh-huh. yeah. uh, you know, in the in the draft order, oh, yeah. they're not as valuable. Um, I, I think it made perfect sense for them to wait. I don't they think should. it would have made any sense for them to pull the trigger then. Yeah, I'm if, definitely not saying they shouldn't have waited. You yeah, always want to right. see all your options for sure. But yeah. they're going to look back and see that it's not going to be – as far as the the amount of value, it's not going to be. I don't think so. Zion, as far as putting seats, putting people in the seats, he's going to definitely do that for sure. But you yeah. still have a – you're still going to have to wait for him to get, you know, all the way there. He's still going to be a, a rookie. He's just going to put seat butts in the seats. That's Absolutely. what he's going to do. So. And but, their attendance sucks right now. I don't yeah, know if you saw that picture. <laughs> it was nobody there. They could have gave. They needed to give free tickets away. Yeah. Well, and let me tell you something else that frustrates me about this. Um, real quickly, I I do I feel for these small market teams. Yes. I don't like this as much as I love Anthony Davis. I think this whole thing. I see both sides. I get it. He's put in his time there, but it's not like they haven't tried to build a team. They brought in Demarcus Cousins. If he doesn't get hurt, they're signing him to a long-term deal. They weren't comfortable. But even with him leaving, they still, you know, they go out, they bring in a Julius Randle, who's been really good there. Mm -hmm. Um, They've given too much money to certain guys, but the guys they've brought in, that's what you have to do when you're in New Orleans. You're going to have to overpay to get guys to come there because they'll go to other places if you don't. Right. When you're talking, like, you know, role players and pieces to put there. So, yeah, yeah, they've Uh had to overpay. But that's what a small market team has to do. They have tried to put a team around him. He can say it's not good enough, and that's fine. But they, they've tried. They have tried to absolutely put a team around him. Yeah. And, and, and it's frustrating because what are these teams supposed to do? You do the best you can to put a team around your superstar, and then you, you get them you know, picked off by the Lakers or the Knicks or you know, any of these more storied franchises or you know, uh, sexier cities. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's frustrating. I don't know if I'm a small market GM or owner, I'm frustrated. I, I there's got to be a way. I mean, they've tried to build it in where the you know like the Pelicans could offer Davis a much higher contract than any other any team, other team and he's willing to turn down that money. And that says something about you know him wanting to win. But there's got to be. I mean, I just if I'm I, you know what would have been cool would, if Anthony Davis had said. Uh, okay, I'm going to get someone to come into New Orleans with me. Yeah, I would have liked that. I'm going to try to talk somebody to come to me. LeBron, why don't you come to New Orleans? We already have this thing that we were, you know, we can be a playoff team without you. You come in with me and this team. Hey, I mean, that would have been cool to see. Just go, why do you got to go? Why can't you try to... <laughs> let someone come in. <clears throat> let someone come in with you, like a Paul George to Oklahoma City. Let your right. let your front office try to do something. And and I mean, I don't know. It, it's I get his frustration. I see both sides of it, but I I feel for these small market teams. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it does suck for the the little guys out there. Some teams have made it work. Milwaukee miraculously has made it work. I don't know. They, yeah, but they're they. It's not gonna work if they have a two-year window. When Giannis comes up, comes up on his contract, he may sign there, but it's gonna be so big. Can they afford to bring other people, other people. in there to be with him? Who so knows? they're gonna be in the same situation as New Orleans. Yeah, who knows? I mean, all this stuff. If players want to get traded, that's fine. I just don't like it in the middle of a season. Yeah, more than anything. Oh, I'm not gonna play unless you trade me. Yeah, that's. That's being like a big-ass baby at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, it's weird when you're sitting on the bench, not because you're hurt or anything. No, nah, I'm just not going to play because they're not going to trade me. And you're getting paid. And you're getting paid for it. Like, Yeah, that shit is whack. Yeah. Nothing else more to say on that part. That shit whack. Well, and I don't like the fact that Davis said he's going to sign with – he'd only consider four teams to sign with. Well, like, you picked a bunch of teams that don't have pieces to even trade for you. So you're basically saying just <laughs> yeah. the Lakers. Like, what do you mean? You wouldn't be interested. If winning is your prerogative, what do you mean Boston's not? Boston? You're willing to sign with the Clippers and the Bucks long term, mm-hmm. but you're not willing to sign with the Celtics, who have one of the best coaches in the NBA? Why wouldn't San Antonio be on your fucking list? Yeah, it doesn't make no any idea. sense. It doesn't make any sense. A lot of people don't like Danny Ainge for some reason. I don't know what that what that's about, but a lot of people don't like that dude. I have no idea why. Yeah, but, but if it. winning's your thing, yeah. why isn't Toronto on your list? Why isn't Golden State on your list? Why, like, what you know? Why isn't Oklahoma City on your list? You it's just these it. random teams. You, that doesn't that doesn't jive with what you're saying. Yeah. The reasoning is. Yeah, I have no idea, bro. <laughs> you want to go to like another it. small market team in Milwaukee? Okay, that's the same. That's the same thing as what you're already in. Right. I mean, being that we're older, even just the whole mentality of the basketball league now is I don't like, you know, people wanting to team up with each other. We still don't like that. I just it is what it is. You got to do it almost to win now. Right. Because it's already been set. The precedent has been set. But I don't like it. It's every team should have a franchise player at the end of the day or be hoping for one. And then you build around that guy. Yeah, that's how it used to be. Right, but yeah, there's ha- there's been instances where you know blockbuster trades have taken place, and like the Rockets did back in the day with Barkley, had Clyde Drexler, Pippen, and sure. all them, and it happened. But normally the mentality is this is my team. 
I'm going to do what it takes to beat that other superstar. Well, back in the day, they weren't usually teaming up when they were in their primes. It was usually yeah, like yeah. the last team. Ladder. They tried to, you know, try to get a championship. Get, yeah. Yeah. True. That's how it usually seemed to be. Now these guys are, you know, getting to their first contracts and going, okay, who else out there wants to play with me? Which I get. I get it all that, that's different form coming up with AAU. They've been playing together all their lives right. and playing against each other. They all know each other. It's different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's. It's just the way the game is. I, I wish it would have gone down different for Davis. I just didn't think it was a good look necessarily. Um, understand where he's coming from, but still, just didn't seem like it was the best way to handle it. Right. And we'll see how it goes moving forward. I, I just don't. I I don't think they want to trade him to the Lakers, and I think they will. I think just despite the Lakers, I think they'll take a lesser deal just to not send him there. I can see that happening. Either way, he's going to land in L.A. one day. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna land in L.A. one day. But yeah, I can see hopefully that. it's when LeBron has uh, still has still has legs. the yeah still yeah. still because that I would like to see <laughs> seeing yeah. those two guys together would be amazing. The good thing about it though, LeBron is still gonna be good even when he falls off. Yeah, <laughs> he just be he's just gonna because be, he he'll still be able to run the point. He just yeah. won't be up above the rim like right. This. Basically, yeah. he's he's way up there, sixteen years in the league, and he's still classified as the best player. And if anybody doesn't think that that fadeaway is just him getting that ready for when he's less vertical, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. He's it developing is. his repertoire already yes. for when he's not as athletic. Because he's not as athletic as he used to be now, but no, he's still he's very athletic and, and bouncy. But not like Miami LeBron or no. like early Cleveland LeBron. No. Like that was freak LeBron. <laughs> now he just kind of looks like normal athleticism guy. But, yeah. uh, you know. He doesn't even try to dunk on people anymore. It's kind of funny. I see him going to the lane a lot, and he just does a little yeah. muscle you and just finger roll. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, you used to dunk that shit. We used to see you on the top ten every day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, all right. Well, so, I, yeah. We'll, we'll see how that moves on. We'll see. You know. uh, yeah. Let the season play out, Lakers. Stop messing around. You do have a roster spot open. So, get somebody that's going to be able to shoot the damn ball. Do you need That's shooters? Right. What do you guys need? What's the last thing you need? Because I know a good free agent out there, but he's not a he's a big man. He's a big man. Yeah. Um score. Uh, Scoring big man. Not a not a great shooter, but like rebound. Enos Cantor mm-hmm. from the Knicks. Yeah, from the Knicks. They just yeah. released him. But he's like a fifteen and ten guy and he'll get it in twenty minutes. Like right. his efficiency is <laughs> right. out of the roof. He just doesn't he's not very good defensively though. See, That's been think, his big thing. We don't need scoring from our big men. No. I mean, JaVale, he still puts up 10, 12, 15, 14 points. We just picked up Mike Muscala from the Clippers. Yep, Not a great it. player, but he can shoot. Yeah. So, he can stretch the floor a little bit. So, I don't know. Tyson Chandler, though, he was good for like 15 games. Starting to wear down. He's wearing down. So, yeah. hopefully. They need to start pulling his minutes back and just let him get his yeah. legs fresh for the playoffs. I think that's what they'll do, though. Muscala will start getting more minutes and. They'll sit Chandler for a little while. Yeah. Let him get his legs back. But we'll see. Um, yeah, we need still need more shooting though. Yeah. I hope we don't get Carmelo, but that's what it's looking like. Yeah. All LeBron's friends have to play with him <clears throat> at some point. At some point. But uh all right. Well, I guess we'll leave the Lakers talk at that point sure. right here. And uh I'm glad it's over. Trade deadline is over. We'll come back from this next from this break and we'll actually talk about some more trades that were made. Some big trades mm-hmm. kind of reshapes the 
the the what you say power structure the power the landscape yeah. just changed the east now looks like the west used to look yes it does starting to shift back it always does this everybody knows it's not always one league that's just the best it's gone through its you know phases and it's, it's starting to swing back so yeah so uh we'll be right back on balls don't live with more nba talk let's go Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Let's talk about NBA and more of its trades that happened beyond the Lakers. Uh, who do we get? Uh, Mark Gasol. He was traded to the Toronto Raptors. Huge That's pick. a huge trade. Huge pickup. Gives them their, their answer, I think, uh, style-wise, to have somebody that can match up a little bit with DeMarcus Cousins. The biggest thing about DeMarcus Cousins going to the Warriors is it gives another wrinkle that teams have to account for. Um, because everybody in the East, that's who you're looking at. You're looking at the Warriors. How can we build a team that matches up and can try to play with the Warriors? Marcus Saul gives you that big guy that can trail, uh, trail the break, you know, hit you, hit you that three. Um, real good passer. Uh, never been a huge rebounder. Um, but... Gives him a little more space, and they'll probably try to play through him a little bit more, get a little more ball movement. Which, if you watch the Warriors now, it's kind of the same thing that the Warriors do with Cousins. When he's out there, he's moving the ball, and then he's able to pop out and hit threes, and you can feed him. It changed, you know, gave them a whole new wrinkle that they haven't had. Um, so, to me, the Marcus All thing is a big one for the Raptors. Big one for the Raptors. I think that's a huge pickup. Yeah, pretty big. Pretty big. I like Mark Gasol. Obviously, I'm a fan of Big Pal. Watched <laughs> the Lakers a long time, and uh, Mark. I don't know if he gets better than Pal, but he's very similar. You know, can shoot yeah. great, <clears throat> great in pick and roll. Uh, gives you good defense. He's, yeah, it's kind of weird they don't rebound very well, but he always played with Big Zach for the most part. So yeah. you know that was the rebounder of the team. But right. anyways. Yeah, Marcus Saw is a baller. I always liked him. I would have loved to see him on the Lakers. <laughs> I yeah. Would have. Yeah. I would have liked to see Mike Conley. Mike Conley is actually very underrated. Very. He's, you know, can shoot. He can get to anywhere on the floor. I, I, obviously, I thought they would have kept him anyways. They should have kept him. You're not going to really upgrade from him unless you get one of the star players. Right. So, yeah. Uh, another big trade, Tobias Harris – Went to the already stacked 76ers. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> they're trying to build <laughs> an all-star team. Yep. That's the second starting five that's almost all all-stars, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Let me think. Ben Simmons, Butler, Tobias, Embiid. And who was the – oh, J.J. Redick. Yep. He's the worst player in their starting five. That tells you everything. He's been scoring a lot. J.J. is a baller. Yeah. He's a shooter. Knocked down. Lights out. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about the roster, though. On paper, it looks great. Mm. But obviously, they have some flaws. Ben Simmons can't shoot. He can, Wow. Can he shoot? He no, won't shoot. He won't. He doesn't shoot. So, I guess we don't know if he can or cannot. But <laughs> yeah. he doesn't do it. So, um, But, I mean, Harris brings you some of that shooting that you can have with Redick. I mean, it's I don't think it's enough shooting to, like, keep up with the Warriors. But they have a lot he, of definitely, adds, he definitely adds a wrinkle there that – Gives him that extra shooting. I mean, it's yeah, he's a good shooter. Tobias is shooting around forty percent this season. Yeah, you know, JJ is he's definitely a marksman. Embiid can pop it. So 
they got enough shooting. Trust me. Jimmy Butler can shoot it a little bit. Yeah. He's not great at it. He's streaky. Yeah. But uh, speaking of him, yeah. you think he's going to be the undoing of this team? If there's going to be one, I would probably pin it on him. I feel like you have three personalities there that are a little prickly. Um, Embiid yeah. is that way, too. Embiid, I mean, he yeah. already came out and was complaining about his role when they added Butler, mm-hmm. about how his role has decreased. Well, it's like, do you want to win or not? I mean, what... If you're gonna if if you're gonna play with good players, you're not gonna get as many shots. That's just the way it works. I don't understand. Okay, so you you know that, right? If <laughs> Simmons seems like the same kind of not maybe not publicly or as vocal about it, but he kind of seems that same way. Like he, I always got that vibe from him when he was at LSU in college. He just kind of seems like one of those guys that I don't know if people like him very much. He just doesn't necessarily seem like a super likable guy and maybe i'm just reading him wrong but that's how he seems to me is he dating a kardashian if he is that tells me that confirms my thoughts i think he dated the kardashian so i think his career is going downhill from there probably probably <laughs> yeah and then with butler who's obviously a headache when he was doing that stuff in minnesota that was embarrassing he should have been embarrassed of himself trancing through practice yelling at the ownership like really Really? You think at any point it's professional to yell at the people who write your checks? You think that's how you're building up your teammates by calling them out in the media? Dude, you're a problem. You can say that you see it or you call it like you see it. You're just keeping it real. Whatever, dude. You're a headache. You're an absolute headache. You're a team cancer. You have been anywhere you've been. It's always a problem. If you guys aren't winning, you aren't happy, which you can say, well, I'm just super competitive. I'm just super competitive. But at at some point... You become a detriment to your team. Yeah. Super competitive doesn't also mean super asshole. You're just gonna go off in the media calling out your, your young teammates who so you're supposed to be you're supposed to be there, you know, mentoring them as a veteran who's been through it and, and all you're doing is, is putting them down. That's not helping. He's a cancer. I yeah, so if they have a problem, that's what it's gonna be. I'm not sure if I'd be able to put it all on Jimmy Butler, but they didn't have that dynamic when it was just Simmons and Embiid. So I guess, yeah, maybe I would be able to put it on Butler. But he's I, – I, I don't like him. He's a problem. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Jimmy Butler as far as his career and his game and all that. But <clears throat> he seems to be a mediocre player who worked his ass off to get to be a good player, and that's his ceiling, mm-hmm. you know. And he's not going to be much more than that ever. And he thinks he's Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's that upper echelon player. Yes, of course he can put up 25 in a game. Of course he can D up pretty well. You know, he's going to have flashes of good to great games. But overall, you can't run a franchise by yourself. You're not in the LeBron James or James Harden or any of these players status or league you're not even close right to be honest so some self-awareness yeah you need some self-awareness real bad and the team is not going to win with you if you continue to be a cancer shut the fuck up yeah that's what we're saying right now you had a good unit in minnesota there's good bone structure to that to that roster yeah and young and they mm-hmm. he could have been like just whatever dude whatever i don't like him Good player, but yeah, I just I wouldn't want him anywhere near my team, especially yeah. if I have young players. Wouldn't want him around it. Yeah, 
But so yeah, so right. that that was one, and then the other <laughs> one, uh, Chris Stops. Yeah, Chris Stops Porzingis getting traded to the to the Mavericks for Dennis Smith Jr. and some other guys, uh, basically. Uh, yeah, what did get? So they got DeAndre, Dennis Smith Jr., Wesley Matthews, and two two future first rounders. Which, so those first round picks. It'll be middle of the pack picks more than likely. Probably. Yeah. So. Uh, they already waived Wesley Matthews. Yeah. Uh, he signed with the Pacers. Okay. Um, good. Actually, and that's uh, real quick. Just with the Pacers, that's a good pickup for them. They're underrated. They they're super they, and underrated. I think they're going to be underrated going forward. I think they'll be able to knock somebody off in the playoffs, even without Oladipo. That's a good team. They lost like their first four or five after he got hurt. Um, Really sucks that he got hurt because I don't know if people noticed because no one talks about him, but they were in like second or third when he went out yeah. in the East. Oh, yeah. They were they were charging and quietly being one of the best teams in the East. Um, I think Wesley Matthews helps them. They made a couple other moves. I can't remember who they were, but I, I would still look out for the Pacers moving forward to be able to make some noise. I want Sabonis on my team. Yeah. That's who I want. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. Sabonis be snapping out there. He's awesome. Um, but I think it's exciting for the Mavericks moving forward with Porzingis and Luka Doncic. Um, that's a nice young core if Porzingis can get back healthy and 100%. Uh, and it looks like the Knicks are clearing out money and doing things. They're ready to make some make a run at some of these free agents in the summer yeah. is what it says to me. Yeah. I worry about Porzingis, though. Big men don't recover very well from some of these catastrophic injuries. This he's seven foot what three? Yeah. It's a big gamble on Dallas's part. Put it that way. It's a huge gamble. If it works out and he does come back, great pickup, great pickup. But it's uh, worth the gamble. They they weren't they were going to get rid of Dennis Smith Jr. anyways. DeAndre Jordan's an older player, and Wesley yeah. Matthews was an expiring contract. I think it made perfect sense. It is a risk, I guess, and just in terms of your planning now for you, you have to assume they're planning for him to be healthy. So there's always mm-hmm. that risk. Um, but yeah. if I'm them and I'm looking at it, I'm going. Dennis Smith's not coming back when his rookie contract's up. Whatever. I think it's definitely worth the flyer. I agree. I hope they become good because Luca is a beast. I'm rocking with Luka Doncic. He's a good player. He is a very good player. He's a good he, player. 19, 18, 19? Yeah, yeah. He's out there doing things. Yeah, he's good. Only thing I don't like is you can see, obviously, he models his game after James Harden, <laughs> all his moves. <laughs> he's yeah. not as ball dominant, but yeah. yeah. His he's, whole repertoire is from James Harden. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good. He's fun to watch. Uh, any other moves that uh, are worth talking about? Because... Markel Fultz, he got shipped to the <laughs> to Orlando. So he said where careers later. go to die. Yeah, careers do go to die there. <laughs> later, man. Yeah. Good luck. A uh, couple Lakers trades. Uh, we traded for Reggie Bullock from the Pistons. We gave up Svi Makailu in a second round pick. Another uh, instant where the Lakers are being stupid to me. But it's all about LeBron and getting things done now. You uh, wish they would have held on to Svi? Uh, they should have, but I understand why they didn't, you know, just because they need a shooter right now. Reggie Bullock is like a 40% three-point shooter, high-volume three-point shooter. So That's an upgrade. You can't, can't be mad, but I think Svi will have a better uh, career than Reggie Bullock down the road. 
He might. I'm pretty pretty sure he will. But Speed never played bad when he actually got in games. He just went knocking down his shot at the clip that they thought he should be making. Yeah. And, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. They also gave up uh, Avika. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Zubots. <laughs> my man Zubots and Michael Beasley up for um, Muscala. Mm-hmm. From the Clippers. Stretch big. Yeah. We needed him. He's not better than uh, Zubox. I can tell you that right now. But the skill set he provides with LeBron. Okay. Yeah. And you knew Michael Beasley was going. There's a Look, there's a reason Michael Beasley's been traded 800 times yeah. and been on 800 teams. Yeah. It sucks, though, because Michael Beasley has skills. Yeah, he's always he, had he, skills. He can get buckets, but it's never wrong been with valued. There's, he's never been valued the way his <laughs> skills would say he should be. There's a reason. Yeah, yeah, there is. But it really wasn't an even trade. It's just because of LeBron. It was yeah. a skill set we needed. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, man, some other random things. Uh, Iman Shumper, he went to the Rockets, which is a good pickup. They really have nobody on their team that can get buckets by themselves. Right. Other than Chris Paul and James Harden. So getting Iman will help a little bit, especially going into the playoffs. He's a tough defender, can shoot the trade ball. That's a good pickup. They had another unrated move that was, uh, or underrated move, when they signed uh, Kenneth Fareed uh, mm. to replace Capella. Capella, when Capella yeah. went down. Yeah. Fareed is a really good player. Um, been in some situations where his skill set wasn't as valued, but when you're right. looking for the guy that's Clint Capella, that is what Kenneth Reed is. Yes. So with his skill set being valued there, he will be very valuable, right. very valuable piece. Where did get him from? I know he was he was a beast in when well, he was on the Nuggets. Yeah, where did he? I don't remember to? where he was in between that. Okay, it, it was somewhere in the Eastern Conference, I think. Okay, I think it was like Atlanta or Wizards, or I, I don't remember. Hmm. Harrison Barnes goes to the Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm. Sacramento is right now they're in the playoff spot, number eight seed. Um, can't be mad at them boys, thirty and twenty six, a young ass team, and they're making noise in the in the West. Yep. I don't know if they'll be able to hang on to that spot, but it's Probably possible. Not, but it's good to see. Yeah. Finally seeing possible. those young pieces starting to play. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I've never been a Kings fan, but I respect young players. I don't let <laughs> the old teams dictate how I feel about the newer ones, the newer versions of these teams. So uh, that's about it, man. I think as far as key traits, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll so, see how it goes moving forward. Yeah. So we looked like it looks like the East is doing its best to stack up. Mm-hmm. And position themselves against the Warriors. So, uh, so you think who is the best team in the in the East? Oh man, I mean, I have to say Milwaukee. Just at thirty two and fourteen. That's all. I haven't really watched them a lot, but they seem to have it all working. Yeah. No hiccups. You know, Seventy uh, Sixers has the best team on paper. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that gels, and you know. Takes a little time. Seems like Tobias has just slid in there and just started going to work, though. So, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know how Jimmy's going to feel about that because he's going to take shots from Jimmy, definitely. Right. We'll see. Embiid is still putting up his numbers. So, Boston is uh, – they're good, but there's some something wrong with them. I'm not exactly sure. I can't put my thumb on it. They have all the pieces for the most part that just – I shouldn't say all the pieces, but I don't know. You'd think. Because last year, what they were able to do in the playoffs, minus Hayward and Irving, yeah, you'd think by adding those two people, it's almost like signing them as free agents. You you know, you have a playoff team and you add those two players. You'd think, but it just hasn't fit together that way. Hayward's not been what they thought he would be. He probably needs you know this year to come back fully from the injury, and next year you'll probably see the old Gordon Hayward. Um, but... Yeah, for whatever reason, those pieces just don't seem to fit all the way right now. I don't know. I watched them the other night, and they were giving the Lakers the biz, and then it just the switch turned off on them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon Ingram was shutting down Kyrie, which was a beautiful thing to watch, actually. He was shutting him all the way to the hell down. But I don't know. It's something about a team who their best player is their point guard that seems to not work. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, if your center is your best player, that shit don't work. And if your point guard is your best player, that shit don't work. You need your scorer to be your best player. Yeah. Your guy, <laughs> you need your best player to be the guy that you count on to get buckets. Yeah. I, mm. Kyrie gets buckets, but it's. Mm. I don't know. But he's not allowed to get buckets the way he could get buckets because True. he's distributing to guys like, right. you know, Jason Tatum and, yeah. and Rogier and whoever but so what do you think about the Raptors because to me I'm seeing the Raptors I think the Raptors regardless of record to me the Raptors are the best team in the east that's what I'm seeing and especially with the Gasol bringing in Gasol yeah I think that to me that just makes them the best team in the east and we'll see what happens before I really haven't watched them play yet this year I saw them one time when they played the Lakers and that was without Kawhi it was early in the season but they destroyed the Lakers. <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. They actually destroyed them. So that was before Mark came in the game. So I don't know. I can't really say. They are definitely top two. I would yeah. give them that. So I don't know, man. I, yeah. I really don't know. I think it's going to come down to um, the Bucks and probably the Raptors. But the East is stacked from, you know, one through four, one through five. Like you said, the Pacers, they're going to sneak up on somebody. Even if they don't beat them, they're going to take them six or seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're going to take, the, the they're gonna take, out, take the win out of somebody's cell real fast. So, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to really say at this point. I need to watch more of these games just, you know, just to watch them so I can really size up these teams. But I don't know. The East looks good. They look better than the West, that's for sure. Yeah. One through four, at least. Yeah, definitely. You know. Definitely. I don't know. We'll see. But, you know, we're coming up into the All-Star break here, and that's usually when things settle down for a second, and then we'll see the stretch runs for everybody. Um, speaking of the All-Star game, uh, let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll uh, kind of break down Team LeBron and Team Giannis, uh, a little fun and kind of, you know, kind of like their version of what we did with all-time yes, greats. They yes, get to yes. do that with uh, current yes. players. So we'll, we'll kind of break down their rosters and see what they – uh, see who we think came out on top of that little draft. So no doubt. Yeah. Well, we'll come back and do that in a minute on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. 
welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Let's go over these all-star lineups. Team LeBron versus Team, can you say his last name? Ana de Kumpo. My man, because I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it one more time, I'm going to get it. Ana de Kumpo. Ana de Kumpo. Ana de Kumpo. Giannis Ana de Kumpo. I like that. I wonder how long it took him to first spell his whole name. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> anyway. His name is Smith, and my name's Ana de Kumpo. <laughs> that's a fly shit, though. He had to get small letters on his jersey. <laughs> All right, so we'll run down these rosters. It's pretty cool how they get to pick their teams now. It's very cool. That is dope. I wish they did it in person, though. I would love to see the last person get picked. Yeah, well, I think I just think it's so cool because it adds it adds I think a competitive level to the game that isn't there when it's just East West. Yeah, and I I think these guys like you saw last year they played way more defense last year than they did any other year when they got to pick these teams. I just think it adds that competitive fire to the game, and that's what you want to see. The NBA All Star Game is one of the best events because these guys are all the best out on the court. It's so fun to watch them do their thing, but right have them like want to win right that's that's when it gets fun so yeah i like it i like it a lot all right so we'll go with team lebron real quick uh, i got obviously lebron kevin durant james harden Kyrie, and Kawhi for the starting five mm-hmm. uh we'll go now we'll just do the other starting five for now uh Giannis's team is uh obviously Giannis, steph curry Embiid. PG, Paul George, and Kimball Walker. Just based off of that. Based off of that, I'm going with LeBron's team. <laughs> you would think, yeah, I think so too. It's I'm just, sorry. Everybody should. I know Paul George is playing at a high level, but I just don't see him or Kimball Walker as the same level as anyone on LeBron's team. <laughs> like, I just don't. Mm. I just don't. Not Kimball Walker. I put PG up there. PG balls. Uh, it's, it's weird because you don't notice PG a lot. That's why I don't think he's as good. But when you look at the box score at the end, he has 35 or 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I yeah. don't understand it. So he's not an ISO baller, though. That's he reminds me of Tracy McGrady. He kind of do now that you say it, though. No, <laughs> it does. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, clearly LeBron's team is a little more stacked. It gets worse when you look at the reserves. All right, so let's look at the- <laughs> it, gets, it gets even worse. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it does. All right, so the reserves for LeBron. He has LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, AD, who should be in the starting lineup, yeah. to be honest. Stupid. Dame Lillard, who could be in the starting lineup. Yeah. Ben Simmons, I wouldn't have put on my lineup. Clay, he could have been in the starting lineup. Uh, Cat, aka Carl Anthony Towns, decent. And then the honorary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the honorary uh, roster spot reserved for Dwayne Wade. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he traded. The funny part about the whole show when they did it was they traded Westbrook for Simmons. Those were a trade. So when they originally did it, Bron had Westbrook, and I think they did it as a joke because it was around the trade deadline. Uh, so they were like having fun with that. So, but that's how it originally was. If you put Westbrook over here, it's not. It's even more. It's not even close. 
But it makes sense though, just because if you're actually just thinking of this as it as roster building, Russell Westbrook is going to take a lot of shots. Yeah, and you, so yeah. Ben Simmons, he's probably not going to take any unless it's at the cup. Yeah, and we got a lot of volume shooters on our team. So that's why I think they're better is they have all the shooters. Yeah, they have a lot of shooters. You get Clay, Lillard, Harden, Durant, Kyrie, man. Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah, man. I, I, and then you look over. Okay, so did you go? You went through all those. So what's Giannis's bench? Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. And go Nikola Jokic, uh, Kyle Kyle Lowry, uh, Chris Middleton, Dirk, another honorary pick. Uh, Victor Oladipo, who's injured, so he won't be playing. Yeah, he got replaced by D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell replaced him. Uh, Nikola Vucevic, I think I said that correct, and Russell Westbrook. So, yeah. Yeah. Who are you most excited to see in this game? Is there one guy? Because when I was a kid, I try to remember, there was always certain guys that I was just so excited to see in the All-Star game. Are, do you have that feeling now as an adult? Are there guys that you really just look forward to seeing? Or is it just like the collection of it's talent? Just, it's more the collection. Yeah. I don't have a go-to player in the league. To be honest, they're all Lakers if I do have a go-to player. But I don't know. It's just going to be fun to watch. They're going to be super competitive. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I'm anxious to see if LeBron fully exerts himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope he chills the hell out. Because you're still coming back off that groin injury. That groin. You know who? Okay, so the one I guy I'm AD look, is going to ball. Yeah. AD's from all this. Ball. I think they're going to do. Yeah. AD's going to go nuts. Yeah. The guy I always like watching in these games, because even before they did these drafts and it wasn't quite as competitive, mm-hmm. the one guy you can count on giving everybody the stink face was Russell Westbrook because he is going to play as hard as he fucking can no matter what. He doesn't know how not to. No. So, like, when they would do the All-Star games and he'd be getting into it with dudes because he, like, takes it so personal, <laughs> he's the guy I like watching because I love that. I just love watching him give everybody the stink face because he is so competitive. Oh, so yeah. competitive. Yeah. Yeah, it should be interesting. You know, it's weird. Kawhi Leonard doesn't feel like he should uh, he should be in the All Star game, but he doesn't feel like a player that would play. You know, I don't know. Yeah. He's just so emotionless. It's just yeah, weird. He's it just is. gonna be out there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. LeBron's team is gonna win though. Yeah, I think so too. I think so. The one thing someone was saying, I think it might have been Charles Barkley. They were predicting the winner, and he said, "I always look when I'm predicting the winner, which team has who's hosting, and it's in Charlotte." He said because they'll try to get Kimba his points. Yeah. They're gonna to try to let Kimba go off because it's in Charlotte. So that's what Barkley said is when he was picking them. But like, I'm sorry, Kimba, you can go off, but I'm just seeing too much on this other roster. Like, I, I'm I'm discounting. Like, okay, you got Steph over there, you got Paul. They can shoot. I I just when you have, for me, if you have LeBron, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis. That's all I need to know. Yeah. The, to me, those much. are like the best players in the game. Those are the top four players in the NBA, if you ask me. It is. So I'm going with those guys. <laughs> I'm just over here looking at how many all-star appearances these teams have, uh, players have. Dwayne has been there 13 times. Dirk has been there 14 times. What's LeBron? LeBron is at 15. Yeah. 
It's just every year except his rookie year. Every year. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, too many first timers over there. Chris, Chris Middleton, Middleton, D'Angelo Russell, what was the other one? Vucevic. Yeah. Nikola yeah. Vucevic is his first one. He's he's good though. Damn, but Westbrook has been there eight times. Two time All Star MVP. Cause he's takes it so serious. <laughs> <laughs> he's taking all the shots. Yes. He's trying to win. He's so fun. Mm, mm, mm. you got Bradley Beal gonna be out there to be able to shoot. He's a streaker though. Yeah. I don't know. This is gonna be the first All Star game I've watched in a minute. I haven't watched it in a couple years now. It's always so, one of my favorites to watch. I, since I was a kid, I've always tried to make sure I watch it. It's always fun to me. It used to, it was fun back in you know, I watched it a lot back in the the Jordan era and the Magic and all them. I stopped watching it probably around. Hmm, I'm trying to think. <sighs> Not too long after LeBron got in, to be honest, because it it really just got to be where it was. Uh, Ole defense. Yeah. You can go by. Right. You know, go get the most monstrous dunk you can do. Like, yeah. that's just, I mean, it's cool, but it's kind of whack. I really stopped watching when the dunk contest started getting horrible. Then uh, Vince Carter came. I started watching it again. When he left, I stopped watching it. You know, the yeah. dunk contest has always been my favorite part of it. But to me, it's, it's so never the same after Vince. Yeah. Because then it became everybody was just doing Vince Carter dunks. And it's like, well, I've seen this already when Vince did it. And it's like it gets to a point where what else are they really going to come up with? There's only so much you can do. That's why they jump over cars and people. Because you can't. After Vince did all that, he took it. He did things in dunk contests we had not seen. Very much I'll never forget that dunk contest. It was the best one of all time. He's the best dunker of all time. Ever. Period. Ever. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And yeah, I will say I'm gonna I'm excited about the dunk contest this year because uh, Hamadou Diallo is in it. Mm-hmm. He was on Kentucky last year. Okay. Rookie for the Thunder. Okay. Um, and he had the second highest vertical ever at the combine. Mm. It was like 45 inches or something. Good lord. And so yeah, it's fun watching him get up. I'll be excited to see him see him in it but only because he's a Kentucky guy if he wasn't because it is now where it's a bunch of guys you don't know if he wasn't at Kentucky I wouldn't probably know who he is but since he was you know but so I understand that sentiment because it's it's not as exciting they're not doing the creative stuff and it's you know you got to be a real showman to kind of steal the show it's got to be about more than the dunks right you know the one that's got exciting is all the best three-point shooters do the three-point contest now Curry Mm -hmm. Booker you're getting you're getting uh, the other Curry, yeah, the, the Curry brothers, <laughs> Seth Curry. You need to bring Dad out out the stands. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd like to I'd like to see. Um, I don't know who the fourth person on the career made three pointer list is, but I'd like to see because these guys are still young enough. Ray Allen, Reggie Miller. Mm-hmm. I know they can still stroke they it. They still stroke. And then Steph. And then whoever else you want to put in there, Clay. I just yeah Clay, mm-hmm. put those guys in there and let them have a three point contest. I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. Or like a team one where they could do like Reggie and and Ray, and it'd be like a 
um, a relay. So you'd have to you'd have to go around the horn, and then yep, the other yep. one go around the horn. And right. The other one you have to do it so many times, yep. and it could be like those two, like old school retired guys, all time greats versus Steph and Clay, yeah. and let them do it. Yeah. That'd be so fun. Or split, you know, one of them gets like Steph and Reggie, well, guess, yeah. and then Clay and Ray. Yeah, that's <laughs> got a nice It'll ring to it. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice. You definitely That'd have be to stagger those because I think Clay and Curry would shoot. Pretty much anybody out the gym. Probably just because they're still yeah, doing it. I mean, I know it. Ray's not shooting a thousand shots a day nah. like he used to. And I know Reggie's <laughs> no. not because he's too busy talking about Dan Patrick. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would like to. I wonder what Reggie's uh, career three point percentage was. Uh, it was lower than Ray's. Yeah, I already know that <laughs> for sure. Because that was always my thing, and that'll always be my thing. I'm hoping, even though I know Steph's going to smash Ray's all time record, record from made threes, what I'm hoping is, is Ray's percentage is still higher. It and I'm not sure if it's going right to now. Be. I don't think. Is it? I wonder what it is. I would. I would have liked to see Ray play in this NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it was just when when he's you know. I'm about to find out his percentage. Because <laughs> he'd have been to watch him be able to play with like the Warriors when he was really still Ray Allen and had feet and ankles still. It would have been a lot of fun, or just this style. Woo! Oh, hold on. No, that's the Ray Allen. What the heck? Why would they pull him up? Ray Allen stats. Let's see. Mm, he's a career 40 percenter. He's a career 40 percenter. 45% from the field, 40% from the three pointer, 89.4 from the free throw. That's amazing. Over an entire career, shoot forty percent from Trey Ball. It's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Especially considering he wasn't just like a Kyle Korver or Steve Kerr, where like it was still volume. It's not to the level of like Steph Curry, mm-hmm. but he was always one of the best players on his team, mm-hmm. if not the best on some of his teams. So he was still taking a lot of shots. What's <laughs> Steph looking like? Steph is so. <laughs> He's a career 44.9. So much more volume. Yeah, yeah. 91 from the free throw, 49 from the field. Man, I don't want to have to succeed that Ray Allen's not the best shooter anymore. But here's what I will be able to say. I'll give you this. I'll be able to say Steph Curry is the best. uh, I don't know how I'll delineate the different. Okay. Ray Allen, to me, I will still say if you – had to make a uh, an instructional video on what the perfect form would be. Yes, I would still say Ray Allen was the best shooter in the history of basketball because his three point shot or just his jump shot was so perfectly textbook. You can't say that about Steph. Is he a great shooter? Absolutely, absolutely. But when you think of what a jump shot should look like, the perfect form, yeah. it's not Steph Curry. Yeah, it's not. But just like the podcast, let me have it. Just let me have it. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find a way where I can still say Ray Allen's best shooter ever. Damn it! Oh man, because I don't want it to be Steph. I like Steph though. I've I've kind of he's grown on me a little bit. I don't have no problem with Steph. I can't. Yeah. The the balls don't lie, man. No, it just doesn't. They don't. He's just the greatest shooter of all time. It's just yeah. But no if you had to teach it. a jump shot, <laughs> I'm not showing videos of Steph. I'm showing videos of Ray Allen. That's all I'll say. 
<laughs> Same thing with Reggie. Oh, I wouldn't show man. videos of Reggie either. No, I'm showing videos of Ray. That's it. Ray. Yeah. We'll give it to Jesus. We'll give it to Jesus. Selves, Prettiest man. jumper ever. It is. I give him that. <laughs> <laughs> man, just trying to get any little victory out of that one. <laughs> All right. So yeah, but it'll be fun. When's that coming up? Not this weekend, is it? Mm, next weekend. I think it's next weekend. Yeah, yeah next weekend sometime. Okay. Saturday. So, yeah, uh, that'd be good. Yeah. Maybe we should watch that together. It should be fun. Yeah. Yep. I'll bring uh, Josiah over. Yeah, I like it. Watch that. All right. Any final words? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Just glad to be back. Glad yeah. to be back. We'll have, we're going to have more NBA coming. Uh, we're going to, obviously, with football being over, uh, delve more into the NBA, more into even college basketball. Um, season's starting to wind down there. Get ready for March Madness. Yes. Uh, baseball is coming up. I'm extremely excited. Pitchers and catchers report this week. Uh, that means spring training games are coming. That means the regular season is coming. I'm just couldn't be more excited about that. So be a lot more baseball coverage, basketball. Um, we'll touch on NFL news when we hear it. I'm sure there'll be some breaking stories on trades, especially with the Steelers possibly. Yeah. Um, some big name guys moving teams. We'll get to all that stuff as it comes to us. But the most part, um, it's going to be basketball and baseball. Plus, we're going to start getting into um some different things like this week our top five is going to be something a little different um kind of aside from sports so we're going to start delving into some more non-sports topics um yeah along with baseball and basketball so no doubt very excited about it he gave the complete rundown so i don't have anything to add. <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to say nothing <laughs> Uh, only thing on I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, like always, follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. It's Balls with a Z. Like, share, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And like always, regular Steven, what do the balls say? Well, the balls, they still don't lie. Never did. Neither do I. For sure. And neither does this guy. You better know that. <laughs> Later, dudes. I'll let you.